Pink Midnight. Pink Midnight. Pink Midnight. jumps from a building and falls more slowly than her shoes, but then she catches up. Her shoes lag behind, and she falls with a pillowy death. Alone, distanced, and distracted, even from her own action. Meanwhile, robberies are taking place in what is the first, or rather second, uh, film in the Years of Lead box set from Arrow. Tigers eat raw meat, and again, it's the choices that directors make. Like themes, like symbols, like in a great work of literature that really make the feelings and the associations and the ideas fill with flesh. Not even born yet, but already a victim is a line after uh, the cop's pregnant wife, the cop who was killed at the stadium in the first scene, which is a dramatic robbery. Uh, she does plunge to her own death, and it turns out she was pregnant. So this film, like Rapid Dogs, does provide the imagery on the cover of the box set, uh, where you have the two figures with shotguns, rather athletic-looking guys, and half of the faces of these characters are covered. They're wearing some type of ski mask, which doesn't really do much to disguise their faces. I mean, their nose is exposed, eyebrows, eyes. But it's still an unusual look, and they seem surprisingly athletic and intimidating. Uh, I'm almost thinking, are they soccer players? Did their soccer balls travel from off the field and lead them to lives of crime? Did they make bad bets, bad discoveries? Did they find a treasure chest as a child which caused them to fall into ideas of insurmountable greed which could never be sat satisfied, insatiable, looking for more money until money itself became meaningless and it was just this burning desire to take when a hostage sneaks away, will she be able to see where she's going through the tears in her eyes? When a hostage sneaks away, will she alert her captors? Are her captors even around? When a hostage slips away, 
There's a tragic relationship made even more tragic, already imbalanced. The sneaking away is the loss of an imprisoned soul, but also a trauma taking flight, a trauma which the prisoner would never get older, would never get over. There was a girl I knew when I was in high school who had been kidnapped and held for ransom. She belonged to a wealthy Mexican family, and she talked about it rather casually. She mentioned being tied up in a closet for a few days. Maybe organized crime works like this now. Players jump out of the stadium, become gangsters, become criminals, become the white in the eye, become the cursed lockets, become the evil ones, become the ones that, when identified, have to kill, have to frame a young girl, have to look on with devious smiles. They're relaxed. They've embraced the evil. And they are ready to rob again. A mad criminal pitted against the mad cop. One person on the sides of one life. One dime. One body split in two. The head of a Janus, the head of a horse, the head of a cyclone. Two combined into one. Every vice has got its price, honey. I wonder how that line sounds in Italian. As three women stand beside fires, equally spaced, waiting to be picked up by their johns. Put that away. I'm not into knives and this blouse is new, she says. But it's not a knife. This is just a pencil sharpener, he says, with that devious look in his eye. Leave me alone, she says. I'm only trying to put bread on the table. And we'd like to cut your bread, they reply. He rides beside the woman in the motorcycle in her underwear, going nowhere, fast, faster than the snails of demons' hearts. She wears a red dress and she tells him, I can be your Juliet. It's such a long time before dawn. Don't leave me. They're role playing. Was he a police officer? Was she working beside him? Was she riding a motorcycle into somebody else's bank account? Did her hair drift away, whipped by the winds? Did she linger on a beach, topless skipping into the sunlight? There's a drawing above the bed, and the drawing shows us the beginning of something like taking flight, like taking a step into a country you've always wanted to visit and are finally visiting, like a first brush stroke, like the first note 
of your favorite band playing in a concert where the lights are just dim enough. You've had just enough to eat, just enough to drink. You're surrounded by company of your dreams. You're surrounded by a nightlife that is fulfilling. Italian winds, Italian red motorcycle jacket. You bite the winds, you bite the shadows of hair. You race in the shadows of exhaust because you are exhausted as the day. I will look for you and find you at the bottom of a plastic bag with my knife. I know how to cut the wings of butterflies. I know how to cut the wings of bags. I know how to cut the wings of the air. I know where you two have been hiding. Oh my Cassio, oh my Desdemona, she exclaims. Oh my Iago, the goldfish say. And the goldfish know what Othello knows. And the last inscription on the film canister evolving into the projected image when a murderer dies. It's no time for tears. Thank you for tuning in to Pink Midnight. We hope you have enjoyed your stay in this haunted hotel, in this abandoned palace, in this opulent field of nowhere grass.